Part two, propositions twenty six to thirty of the Ethics by Spinoza. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Stephen Norman. The Ethics by Benedict de Spinoza. Translated by R. H. M. Elwes. Part two, Propositions twenty six to thirty. Proposition twenty six. The human mind does not perceive any external body as actually existing, except through the ideas of the modifications of its own body. Proof. If the human body is in no way affected by a given external body, then Part two, Proposition seven neither is the idea of the human body in other words the human mind affected in any way by the idea of the existence of the said external body nor does it in any manner perceive its existence but in so far as the human body is affected in any way by a given external body thus far part two proposition sixteen and corollary it perceives that external body. Quad erat demonstrandum. Corollary. In so far as the human mind imagines an external body, it has not an adequate knowledge thereof. Proof. When the human mind regards external bodies through the ideas of the modifications of its own body, we say that it imagines. See Part 2, Proposition 17, Note. Now the mind can only imagine external bodies as actually existing. Therefore, by Part 2, Proposition 25, in so far as the mind imagines external bodies, it has not an adequate knowledge of them. Quad erat demonstrandum. Proposition 27. The idea of each modification of the human body does not involve an adequate knowledge of the human body itself. Proof. Every idea of a modification of the human body involves the nature of the human body, in so far as the human body is regarded as affected in a given manner. Part 2, Proposition 16. But inasmuch as the human body is an individual which may be affected in many other ways, the idea of the said modification, etc. Quad erat demonstrandum. Proposition 28. The ideas of the modifications of the human body, in so far as they have reference only to the human mind, are not clear and distinct, but confused. Proof. The ideas of the modifications of the human body involve the nature both of the human body and of external bodies. Part 2, Proposition 16. They must involve the nature not only of the human body, but also of its parts. For the modifications are modes, postulate 3, whereby the parts of the human body, and consequently the human body as a whole, are affected. But, by Part 2, Propositions 24 and 25, the adequate knowledge of external bodies, as also of the parts composing the human body, is not in God, 
in so far as he is regarded as affected by the human mind, but in so far as he is regarded as affected by other ideas. These ideas of modifications, in so far as they are referred to the human mind alone, are as consequences without premises, in other words, confused ideas. Quad erat demonstrandum. Note. The idea which constitutes the nature of the human mind is, in the same manner, proved not to be, when considered in itself alone, clear and distinct, as also is the case with the idea of the human mind, and the ideas of the ideas of the modifications of the human body, in so far as they are referred to the mind only, as every one may easily see. Proposition 29 the idea of the idea of each modification of the human body does not involve an adequate knowledge of the human mind. Proof The idea of a modification of the human body, Part 2, Proposition 27, does not involve an adequate knowledge of the said body, in other words, does not adequately express its nature. That is, Part 2, Proposition 13, it does not agree with the nature of the mind adequately. Therefore, Part 1, Axiom 6, the idea of this idea does not adequately express the nature of the human mind, or does not involve an adequate knowledge thereof. Corollary, hence it follows that the human mind, when it perceives things after the common order of nature, has not an adequate but only a confused and fragmentary knowledge of itself, of its own body, and of external bodies. For the mind does not know itself, except in so far as it perceives the ideas of the modifications of body. Part 2, Proposition 23. It only perceives its own body. Part 2, Proposition 19 through the ideas of the modifications, and only perceives external bodies through the same means. Thus, in so far as it has such ideas of modification, it has not an adequate knowledge of itself, Part 2, Proposition 29, nor of its own body, Part 2, Proposition 27, nor of external bodies, Part 2, Proposition 25, but only a fragmentary and confused knowledge thereof. Part 2, Proposition 28, and Note. Quad erat demonstrandum. Note. I say expressly that the mind has not an adequate but only a confused knowledge of itself, its own body, and of external bodies, whenever it perceives things after the common order of nature. That is, whenever it is determined from without, namely by the fortuitous play of circumstance, to regard this or that, not at such times as it is determined from within, that is, by the fact of regarding several things at once, to understand their points of agreement, difference, and contrast. Whenever it is determined in any wise from within, it regards things clearly and distinctly, as I will show below. Proposition 30. We can only have a very inadequate knowledge of the duration of our body. Proof. The duration of our body does not depend on its essence. Part 2, 
axiom one nor on the absolute nature of god part one proposition twenty one but part one proposition twenty eight it is conditioned to exist and operate by causes which in their turn are conditioned to exist and operate in a fixed and definite relation by other causes these last again being conditioned by others and so on to infinity the duration of our body therefore depends on the common order of nature or the constitution of things now however a thing may be constituted the adequate knowledge of that thing is in god in so far as he has the ideas of all things and not in so far as he has the idea of the human body only part two proposition nine corollary wherefore the knowledge of the duration of our body is in god very inadequate in so far as he is only regarded as constituting the nature of the human mind that is part two proposition eleven corollary this knowledge is very inadequate to our mind quod erat demonstrandum end of part two Propositions 26 to 30. Recorded by Stephen Norman.